So like I said, uh, you know, when we were outside, I was just, uh, I've been uh, like looking to get a, a chef on the podcast for a while just because, um, I mean, I don't think it's a, it's an, uh, it's a exaggeration. I mean, after music, it's definitely food for me. So mainly the eating part, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, just because I, I think there's, there's a, probably a lot of similarities um, just like in the music and uh, you know, food world uh, in general, in terms of, you know, we're serving people. There are so many ways you can go about it and styles of it and everything. So anyway, f- before we get into it, uh, you, you know, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, I am Janine Bro. I'm a personal chef from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I've been in LA for about four years now, serving the community of people here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, yeah. Recently, I've been um, working on building my brand, mm. um, so that's been my main focus as of lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Yeah, so and uh, obviously, you know, I was reading a little bit about you um, and uh, seeing that you're—I guess you're mainly a, 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 like a personal or private chef, mm-hmm. um, which is inter- interesting because, like. Um, I guess what how how do people is it a lifestyle thing like how do people come to that choice of like I'm going to cook at a restaurant or cook for events or privately Yeah it's definitely about the person because for me um being a restaurant chef was never anything that I wanted to do Okay um personal chef was something that interests me because um I love to talk to people yeah. I love to be like up close and personal I love to know like okay if this person really loves I don't know almonds mm-hmm. I, I want to remember that yeah. and make them feel like I remembered this about them wow. so personal chef was always um, something that I wanted to do because of that reason like I could be there with them and mm. cater exactly to them in a restaurant it's like you got so many dishes for the chef of the restaurant you know what I'm yeah. saying like it's and, and it's not really personal yeah it's yeah. just kind of like, okay, this is the dish. Yeah. Give it to these people. You don't even know who you're giving it yeah. to. So that never interests me. But you learn a lot in the restaurant. I have cooked in restaurants, and I've learned a lot there, mm-hmm. which helped me in my personal chef journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can imagine like um, the good thing about restaurant cooking in, in a way like um, you're making meals and you're making them like fast. It's probably like... Um, I'm trying to, I'm not even sure if there's like an analogy for, you know, the performance world in terms Mm -hmm. of like, um, where like, uh, you don't have quite as much time to make each individual like product, Mm -hmm. like the very best it can be, Mm -hmm. but you're getting it to a level where like, it's very, very efficient and hopefully it's also very good. Mm -hmm. But I guess like, um, cause it sounds like being a, a personal chef, like it's a little bit more personal, like for lack of a better word, personal in that, like, you can not only interact with people mm-hmm. more and uh, uh, really put attention to detail to each meal, but, like, it's also, I think, like, the bi- the business aspects of cooking. Because mm-hmm. it seems like, like running a restaurant, 
probably, I guess if, because there's chefs that, that just work at restaurants and then there's chefs that have their own restaurants. So like, I, but I imagine that the business side of things can really get in the way of just like the love for cooking in a way. I guess if you're, you know, you're cooking at a restaurant, does that sound accurate at all? I wouldn't say get in the way of it yeah. because when you're in a restaurant, you rolling. Yeah. It's not, it's no, st- you got a break sometimes, but mm-hmm. they, you know, it's, it's very fast. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely doesn't, I don't think it stops the love for it. Cause if you love something, you love it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the business side of it. Now I, I'm not sure. Cause I, I, I've worked in restaurants, but not enough to like, you know, really dive into it. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't think that it makes the love go away. I think it, it, cause you're gonna learn so much in a restaurant, mm-hmm. cause you're making somebody else's dish. Mm-hmm. So right. when you make your own dish, you know your own dish. Yeah. You know that's yeah. you. Yeah. But when you're making somebody else's dish, that's like, oh, okay, I didn't know this. Yeah. I, this is cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I this is gonna help me. I could make me be more creative with my dish yeah. or what I'm doing. You know. Yeah. So that's what I love about the restaurant. Um, lifestyle yeah mm-hmm. that's cool so I, I guess like you know taking it all the way back like um cool thing with uh so i, I mean I, i've talked to musicians and dancers and, and now chef um on the podcast and um something i realized like where they're all similar is kind of this in a way like an audacity to do something that everyone does at some point in their day like well people should be cooking. Hopefully it's not just takeout over and over and over again. But yeah. like, you know, cooking a little bit, uh, everyone, you know, hums or sings along to a song or dances. But then like the people who decide like, man, I'm going to take it this extra mile and yeah. really make a career out of it. So, I mean, like what what's your story in terms of like realizing that cooking, you were just, you were really going to make a life out of it? Well, it's so funny. It's you talking about music because I really wanted to be a singer. Mm. And I I was in a band in school. I um, sing. I write songs. I taught myself how to play the piano. So my idea was, okay, well, if I become a personal chef and start cooking for the stars, that would be my way into the music industry. Right. Wow. So once I really did become a personal <laughs> chef and start cooking for the stars, yeah. you know, I still would sing every now and then, but it wasn't really a goal because yeah. I was having so much fun doing the chef thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe this really could be it. Yeah. You know, because when I got my very first celebrity client, I, I always said, oh, when I get my first celebrity client, like, I, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. But when I did that, I was like, okay, what's next? Yeah. It's like you all, for me, I'm always like, okay, I got to this place. Okay, I've been here. How can I get to this next place? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, music was definitely a part of the reason why I became a chef, because like I said, I wanted to be a singer. But um I just stayed being a chef. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That man, that, that's so, uh, that is, a, I mean, I've heard all types of stuff in yeah. terms of trying to get into like the entertainment and music industry, but that is a first. Yeah. <laughs> like that, it's I mean, very unique. that's crazy. I mean, what was going through your head as you were putting together like this plan of like, okay, I'm going to cook. And, and, and I guess, was it at that, at that time, was cooking, did you know cooking was, you were passionate enough to know that, like, if you didn't go into the music thing, you'd be happy just doing that? Absolutely, because okay. I love to serve other people. So mm-hmm. I've always, my passion for cooking has always been there. Whenever, ever since I was a little girl, me and my mom, we would um, 
cook breakfast in the morning. We had this fake restaurant called J&J's Fine mm. Eatery. I had to be, I don't know, five or six years old when wow. we were doing this. And um, I always just loved food. So I didn't never really put together a plan, but I knew that I was going to be successful. I knew I wanted to be successful. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to, sh- to serve others. I knew that I wanted to just not be this average person stuck in New Orleans. I knew I wanted to get out and branch out and like really live. So when I was able to come out here for the very first time, I just knew this was where I yeah. wanted to be because it's so different from New Orleans. Yeah. The environment, everything, the people. And I love my, I always loved New Orleans, mm-hmm. but I loved LA because it was, everybody was on a mission. Yeah. Everybody had something they were doing. It wasn't, yeah. it was like, oh, what do you do? Oh, this is what I do. What yeah. do you do? Here's my card. Oh, yeah. th- you know what I'm saying? It was just like networking type of vibe. So I fell in love with that um, aspect of Los Angeles. And when I got here for the very first time, I didn't move here, but I was here working with my client. Mm-hmm. And um, I just knew this is where I needed to be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, something you um, uh, said that I absolutely love mm-hmm. is... Uh, realizing that your love for serving people was like is like the backbone of of what you do in the mm-hmm. sense that like a lot of times and i've i've said this on on other episodes like a lot of times it can be difficult to know exactly what you're going to do but like if you know if you know how you're built if you know how like how you want to live mm-hmm. then choosing the vehicles that that like allow you to live that way. Mm, it's so much easier to do that than to be like, what's this specific job yeah. that I want to do? And it sounds like the it sounds like cooking and being a chef. It was like that outlet for just who you actually are as a person. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that. I really like how you said that about knowing something about yourself and using tools to get to that to that thing versus trying to just get to that thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that. When you put it like that, that pretty much is, you know, the thing. Because once you kind of go out and um, you do something or you, you get that job or whatever, other opportunities are going to come to mm-hmm. you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you just have that love. When you have that love and that passion for something, you're going you're gonna to go after yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, before I even, because um, I, I went to school, I went to college, I dropped out for like two years. And a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you should go to school for this or you should go to school for that. And I'm just like, well, I really love to cook because if I go to school for business, I'm not going to be passionate about business. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm doing that because society is saying, hey, this will be, from, from the looks of things, this will be the better, better route. Yeah. Cooking is kind of like, how much do chefs, like what, what can you really, but I've done so much by just following my passion. Yeah. That I know I wouldn't have been able to do if I would have yeah. went the other way. Yeah. Listening to other people. 100%. So it's like, if you're passionate about something, if you love something, you're going to go after it. If you, you're going to be good at yeah. it. Yeah. You might not be great when you start. Mm-hmm. And even throughout the process, you might not be, you know, the very best, but you're going to try your very yeah. best. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. Like, it, 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 um, it's hard to explain, especially when it's uh, things like uh, music or like being a chef where... Um, you know, on the outside, you can look at the statistics and see that, like, 
um, okay, th this field is riskier than this field in terms of making this kind of money and you don't know, you know how you're going to make it or this or that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't know if you, you noticed, um, well, I'm sure you have, but, like, at some point in your career when you realize that, like, the person that you are is just as important as, like, the skills that you provide mm -hmm. in the sense that, like, I mean, you, you can use these, you know, the word networking and this and that, mm -hmm. but there's nothing like, A, being good at what you do mm -hmm. and also just being that, like, just being another positive source yeah. in the room. Because, mm -hmm. like, people, of course, people are going to remember that you made them a great meal, mm -hmm. but then they're like, man, and she's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, That's right. that, you know, that's the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's weird because it's hard to, like, put into exact words how one would create success in a field like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, like you said, it's not just... Because anybody can give you a good meal. Yeah. But the service, yeah. the vibe, all of that matters too. Yeah. If all you're providing is a good meal, somebody could go to a restaurant and yeah. get that. Yeah. But when you go into somebody's home, you want them to feel comfortable. You want them... You want to pretty much... Do whatever needs to be done for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And I think when 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 it comes to being a personal chef, that's what separates everything. Yeah, yeah. You are. They, they could be in their pajamas if they want to be. Yeah. They could look however they want to look. Yeah. You're not gonna walk up to them and be like, "Oh my God, you need to you need to do." It's like, yeah. How how may I serve you? Yeah. What would you like? Do you need anything else? Yeah. And just very calm. And that's just my vibe. Like the people I've worked with, um, is I've never. I just go in there and I, I do what I do, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't, I try to make them feel comfortable. But it's not anything that, it's just like, I just, I'm just being myself. Yeah. You yeah. know? Wow. And that, that's this, and it's the, the interesting thing about that is like, um, kind of similar to uh, a barber or a, you know, hairstylist or so, someone, mm -hmm. just someone that's providing a service. It's so much more than that because I, at that level too, working with people, you know, um, whether they say it to you directly or it's unsaid, um, I feel like, you know, just discretion and respect for the fact that people are trying to pry into their lives at mm -hmm. all times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not only are you being this cool person, but also like building that, that the trust that like I'm in your home and I'm mm -hmm. cooking you this meal and like TMZ is not going to hear about like that you like yeah. this on your French toast or that you were with this person this morning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I never, uh, I'm very discreet when it comes to those things, because at the end of the day, it's like, why, they trust me enough for me to be in their homes. Yeah. Why would I jeopardize that by trying to tell somebody something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That That is not um, any of their business, really. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't really share, and only people that are really close to me, they know like pretty much, you know, some of the meals I've cooked and stuff like that, but I, I, I don't ever disclose any of the, that type of information, because what I just I just don't yeah yeah I mean and you can speak about it like as vaguely as possible right, exactly. but um are there any notable um experiences in terms of like you know maybe like do you do you, do you also cook for people like while they're on tour or oh yeah for okay, sure cool. yeah I've done that yeah I've cooked with um two artists on tour and I actually really enjoy it being on tour because it was a cool experience like every day you're in a different city yeah Every and then, and then the artist, I, I I thought I told myself I said well if I see him perform one time I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna wanna, 
because you get a chance to look at the show too. Yeah. But I mean, I was wanting to see because it was different every night, wow. and it was so cool to me. Like, yeah. wow! But I would have to be cooking on a tour bus, yeah. or maybe cooking on a private jet, yeah. or you know, you. I'm watching the show, but I'm also thinking like, okay, I need to yeah. go and make sure this meal are yeah. ready when they when they come off the stage because they they usually want to eat after. Um, but I tried to balance it and kind of make it enjoyable, yeah. you know, for me. So it was really, really, I really enjoyed being on yeah. tour. Yeah, I was um, reading an article, um, I think maybe like a month ago or so, uh, but it, it was just, it was, it was cool because uh, they were talking about, you know, just perspectives on, on a tour from like all sorts of people that you wouldn't expect to, uh, I guess, hear mm -hmm. from. And one of them was a chef for... Um, I think she 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 was a chef for uh, one of Drake's tours in like 2014 or something like that, and she said it was like it was her. Uh, he said it was her uh, his big break, and that like it was crazy just because um, I guess it also depends on how big of a team this artist has. But yeah. yeah, he was like, man, I mean, it was fun, but like I had to like make sure that like the food and everything was ready by like the time everyone wanted it. Like this person like shrimp fried rice, this person doesn't like shrimp. So it's like, I'm making all these like different options and all this. And um, it's just, it's cool. Cause like uh, what, what he did say was that um, there's so many things that can go right or wrong on a tour. Oh yeah. Um, and, but like he, he thought it was interesting that he, he, he received, um, like a lot of a lot of love that maybe other people um, that are like you know providing services uh, for this team and for this artist don't get mm -hmm. because there's nothing like someone handing you a good meal yeah. and like the gratitude that people show and it's like man like thank you right, <laughs> like right, right. you know what I mean so um, that's that's interesting because I guess through that again like just cooking for them them enjoying it I, it's 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 hard to avoid having a personal relationship with someone that's like making you great food like do you do you get to interact uh with them i guess like whether it was like before you really started cooking for them or was there ever a point uh i don't try to go in there and be friends with the people you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah. but if i if, if it's something that i want to say i'll say it yeah. if i'm if we've reached that level of comfort like i know the other time I was cooking at somebody's house and I they had a certain song playing and I'm mm -hmm. just like, you know, that's that's the jam mm -hmm. right there. You know, I'll say little stuff like that. Yeah. Or I'll if I saw a show for them, I'll say, Hey, I saw your show, I thought that was really good. Yeah. I I'll say stuff like that, but I don't really go in there trying to have no full yeah. blown conversation because at the end of the day, I'm i I'm working. Yeah. And it's lax because, you know, you you make friends with the other people that are in there, like mm -hmm. the housekeepers or the nannies. Yeah. So we all be in there, you know, yeah. talking, <laughs> talking and laughing. We, I think we'd be happy to see each other too. But um, you know, I I don't really go in there and try to do all kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, and I think that's another reason why they they like you know okay yeah. we'll have Chef Janine because I'm not. You know, this is their home, so I don't want to make them like, oh, take a picture with me yeah, and all. This is, this is comfort of their house, yeah. so I try to make them feel comfortable as yeah. if I'm not even there. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. That, that's and I'm I'm sure that that like, um, the opposite of clout chasing. I don't know what the term is for that, but I'm sure just not doing that is has brought you a lot of success in terms of just like. You know, here's this person. She's she's got a a good attitude. She's doing this, and you're doing what you need to do, but like not really getting in the way or anything like that. Right. Um. That's that's so interesting. So I guess what what was um what led to 
uh, to like your first big break? Uh, I wouldn't say it was, <laughs> it was a big break. It was a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, but I, I, my friend, and I, it's so crazy. I was just on the phone with him. He, he called me this morning. But um, my friend that I went to college with, he was working with a celebrity. Um, and I, we weren't really as close in college, but I, I think I used his textbook once. But I would always keep in touch with him because he graduated before me. Mm-hmm. And I would just always write him and say, hey, you know, how's it going? Just once in a while, yeah. just to see. And um, there was one time when... I told him, he was telling me, he was like, because he would always be in these like cool looking places. Yeah. So I'd just be like, damn, I, I really want to do that. And um, there was one time he was like, yeah, nothing. I'm just chilling in the Florida Keys or something he said like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> he's like, what you been up to? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm like, I'm trying to get like you. And he was like, all right, well, then give me a call. Wow. He, and I called him and he told me that he needed to do something. He needed somebody to fill in for him, for his client. And this is like my opportunity. During that time he needed me, that week I was available from the job that I was working at. Yeah. I was off that week. Wow. And I said, wow, this actually really might work. And that was my very first time going to Los Angeles. I think that was in 2016. That was my first time coming out here for that. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I fell in love with LA when I first got here because that was like a dream place of mine. Yeah. I was, before I even got here, I was telling everybody, like, I'm going to be in Los Angeles. I'm going to yeah. be in Los Angeles. And um, I, I, that, that is what started the, my personal chef journey. Yeah. Because when I would come to LA, I would network with other chefs that yeah. were here. Yeah. And that led to other, you know, so it was just all about networking. Yeah. Me reaching out to people, simply just yeah. saying, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Not bombarding somebody, right. but you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. what's going on? How, yeah. how talk is like it's good to talk with people that are doing what you're trying to do. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I was that's what I did. Yeah. No, and I, I definitely, you know, know what you mean in terms of like really, you know, approaching someone clear, you know, being very clear with like a lot of respect and mm-hmm. just like admiration even, you know, because I, I do think like a lot of times people can go about it in a way where it's like, hey, give me something or, mm-hmm. the, you know, just something where it's like, you know, it, you're asking for somebody's time. Um, and, you know, even if it's just a couple minutes, so you got to do that with, with respect, with acknowledgement that mm-hmm. like they don't owe you anything. And, and a lot of times absolutely, they give you all the time in the world because of that, you know, that like humility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's important because a lot of people, I remember some, they you know, people would write write me sometimes and ask me things. And I always am very gracious and try to give them as much information mm-hmm. as I can. But sometimes people are just like, I remember one time somebody was like, well, that, that doesn't make sense. I told them how I got to where I'm at. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> this is, I'm, that, that is how I did it. Yeah. But if it doesn't make sense, then don't, yeah. don't ask me, yeah, <laughs> you know, weird. like, but if you got, like you said, you got to come in a respect, like yeah. you, nobody owes nobody anything. Yeah. So I, whenever I reached out to people, it was always very, you know, yeah. how's it going? Cause at that point I'm trying to get to where you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or I'm trying to figure out how you did it yeah. at least, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you have to come with like a humble, like gracious, like, Hey, yeah. you yeah. know? And I, and I think people, I think people really like when um, someone's approaching them, trying to learn how to like, like they want the tools to build it for themselves and not like some, you know, direct opportunity. It's like literally like, how did you build your like 
just your ground to to even get to where you're at. And, right. you know, so so and, and I, you know, it's it's very few people. And I think that's so important for um, anyone in any industry, especially younger people that um, like I have a lot of friends that um, they, you just get very scared when one of like ask somebody in their field that's like higher up, like, you know, just for like some advice or tips or whatever. And um, they get scared to ask them. Yeah, get scared to okay. ask them. And I, and I always say like, you, you like you it's it's flattering for people to like like if you go up to someone and you're like hey I think you're an expert in what you do or you're really good at what you do I would like to learn about it yeah nobody's gonna have a problem with that no and and the people who like the one or two people who like respond to you with like some type of like weird energy or disrespect mm-hmm. like those they people, scared. Yeah, and they, mm-hmm. t- they tend to have, like, some shit going on in their lives mm-hmm. or in just in their own, like, mental health or whatever that's just, like, off. And it's not about you. Like, you can't yeah. take that yeah. personally. All you're doing is asking some questions. So, right. um, man, but that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess one of my, um, especially, like, I guess just cooking itself, mm-hmm. like, what, what, what was the process like... Um, so, you know, kind of like for me with music, when you're starting off, it goes from this thing that is coming from a genuine place that you love and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then like you quickly realize maybe sometime in high school, college that like switching to that, like this is my craft mode and like I need to improve this. I need to get better at that. What, what's the process of becoming a better cook like? Mm, I think getting around other cooks that are doing things totally different from what you're doing. Mm. Like, for me, I'm very... I've learned that I am in, like, the soul food, like, Cajun Creole mm. type of lane. Mm-hmm. But my, I have other chef friends that are, like, doing all kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I say DJ Khaled, chef, she's great. Mm-hmm. I have another uh, friend that works with NBA players. Like, they do... Other stuff, yeah. and I like to see their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, so, I think just getting around other chefs that are doing things differently from what you're doing. Because when you're a personal chef, it, when you work in a restaurant, you, you you're gonna learn because you're going in a restaurant every day. You you gotta chop. You gotta you know do the recipes. Mm-hmm. But when you're a personal chef, you kind of on your own. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you gotta set that time aside to work on a dish, mm-hmm. or if you have a client. You know, while you're at work, you could try new things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think it's just being around other chefs and like trying to keep, because you got to really discipline yourself. Mm -hmm. Buy the cookbooks or, you know, um, watch the shows Mm -hmm. that help you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, and and it's, I guess, in your, your opinion, um, maybe you've, you've said everything that answers this question, but um, what, what is it that, um, makes and I guess a good chunk of it is probably just the, the 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 success that they've had on paper in terms of why one chef might be considered like one of the greatest in the world and and others. You know, I know there's like things that you can get like Michelin stars for your restaurant mm-hmm. that kind of just like objectively put you at some level. Mm-hmm. But I guess in in your opinion, like what what makes uh what makes makes a chef great or I guess stand out amongst others. That's a, that's a tough one because it's, it depends on like I don't know, I think what makes a chef great is a chef that could um, execute the meal properly. Mm-hmm. Um, that the kitchen is not looking crazy while you're cooking. Yeah, you know wow. what I'm saying. Um, 
Well, I'm knowing out. different recipes. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, knowing that, hey, look, you just get, because to be honest with you, an executive chef in a restaurant doesn't even really cook. Oh, okay. They just oversee their team. Yeah. And the sous chef is really the sh- in the re- in a restaurant mm-hmm. field. Most of the time, the sous chef is the one that's kind of still cooking. Okay. The executive chef at that point, you do the paperwork, you make sure that the food is hot, mm-hmm. that the plate is plated right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the t- that it tastes right. Yeah. So I think just having your team under control, and um, having your because I, I think I think that's what 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 makes a great chef. Yeah. But it could it. That's a, that's an answer that yeah. could be different yeah, for no, everybody. The, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the second thing you said about um, like while they're cooking, keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, that's that's my that's like my probably my biggest thing. Like like when I'm cook mm-hmm. kitchen, I just turn the kitchen to a whole disaster oh, when really? I'm making. So I could be making like eggs, and somehow there's like just stuff on the walls. Like how oh, wow. I, I, don't, I don't I'm not in that kind of because like when I just get like lost into it, I guess like I just don't care about like the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. To, I can't. I. That's one thing. I cannot do a dirty kitchen even before I cook. Mm-hmm. The kitchen has to be clean because it helps you. Yeah. When it's clean. Yeah. Believe it or not, even something as simple as the pantry being organized helps wow. you. Yeah. Um, because you can find stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I'm cooking, I just try to, you know, I clean as I go because. The last thing I want is a a big mess when when I'm done with everything. Yeah, you know. I guess especially if in your field or like with the the specific of your field being in someone else's kitchen. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I remember I had one client. Her kitchen was like perfect. Wow. I mean, the drawers, slotted spoons, wooden spoons, label. Everything's labeled. Yeah. So she (laughs) uh, she actually, I feel like she actually stepped up my. Uh, game of like just having things neat because yeah. that's another thing about a person's chef. You, you, however, you found the kitchen, you want it to be just like that. Once you don't want somebody to come in and be like, "Oh, the chef made this." Yeah. If they could come in and say, "This is what you made," you didn't do a good job cleaning up. Wow. So wow. her kitchen made me kind of like, I like, wow, I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> this is spotless, yeah. so I need it need to be spotless when I leave. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I, I like. Is it's just something that comes with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I wonder if I wonder if it's like celebrities that have just like damn near like never even walked into their own kitchen. Just like, yeah. <laughs> then sometimes I'll be at somebody's house to be like, where is the um where are the and I'll know like, okay, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not anything weird. It's just like yeah. It's not weird or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that you might that might not even be their only home. Right. Exactly. So, That's really what it is. Yeah. And they, they have these other home, homes that they go to. They go to this house for this many days and they go to this house. And they, so they yeah. don't be keeping up with the yeah. kitchen. Wow. Especially if they have a chef. Is there ever multiple kitchens in a home? Oh yeah. Yeah. For wow. sure. Wow. They have like a kitchen that's like a stage kitchen that I don't I don't I wouldn't cook in there. Yeah. And then they have like the chef kitchen. Wow. That's the kitchen that I want to cook in because it's it's kind of not. It's not in a separate part of the house, mm-hmm. but it's like I could close the door. I like okay. to like be in my own little zone. Yeah, yeah. People always wanna, and I and I, if I need help, and if they have like a housekeeper there, sometimes they'll help me. Yeah. Um, but when I'm at home cooking, so I don't. People say, "Is there anything I can help you with?" I say, "Yeah. Why don't you yeah. get out of the kitchen?" Yeah. That's how, 
that's how you could help me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I don't do that with everybody. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, you know, if, I, if I'm if i cooking with somebody, yeah. I'll let them come in. And what, what's your style in terms of like, uh, do you just, is it the, just the sounds of everything sizzling and that's all oh, you got going that. on or like, or just like music? Do you have like music going no, on? I don't play music. Okay. I okay. might have music in my head, but like I said, yeah. Usually when you go into these homes, you have the nannies that are there, the housekeepers. Yeah. We all, we, we, we like to be around each other. Yeah. So we'll be wow. in there talking. That's yeah. our time to catch up. Like, yeah. how you been? And sometimes we hang, I hang out with these, I've become friends with these mm. people. You know mm. what I'm saying? So when I see them at work, I get with them. We, they come in the kitchen with me, yeah. you know, and yeah. we're just talking. And so I don't ever really have music. No. Yeah. When I'm at home, I probably might put on some music, but. I have music in my head all day. Yeah. Wow. What do you have um uh any like uh most like requested dishes? Anything you're consistently cooking for people? Gumbo and catfish. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Oh my god. Is it is it because they really want that? Is it because you tell them that you have this New, no, New Orleans no, no. background? No, it's because they really want that. Oh, they that. really want that. Wow. And I think it's because my New Orleans yeah. background. So they know you can like do it. They really... they just love that. Yeah. So I I don't take offense to it. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's what you want to eat. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know? Because that's like my thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So um, I enjoy cooking it for them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And that's that's um, um, that's cool because like, like I guess, man, and I still haven't been to New Orleans, which is, I know. You need to shame. go, baby. I'm a musician too. Like that's, that's. <laughs> you will fit right in. Bring that tuba yeah. with you. Yeah. You're going to be good. Oh yeah. I'm going to bring, when I go, I'm going to bring the, the ones that like wrap around so I can walk around the city and with you it. You know, you will walk, you will walk down the street with a tuba wrapped around you. Yeah. And guess what? Nobody will stop you and think it's weird. Yeah, it's I... just a regular day in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm telling you, you could be walking down the street and they got a whole band just playing wow. on a Tuesday. Wow. It's like, okay, yeah. but it's like for people that's from New Orleans, it's not, it's just like, oh, okay, that's like yeah. our culture. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, it, I've, I've always, the one thing that I, like anytime, if I'm seeing clips about it or just hearing people talk about their trips there, mm-hmm. it seems like both whether you're cooking it or eating it, that like food is just taken very seriously down there. <laughs> it, is, it, it is. Yeah. Because it's, New Orleans is food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could go in a gas station and get a whole meal in New Orleans, and it'd be good. Wow. It would be great at a gas station. I'm not even kidding. That's man. not an East Coast gas station, that's for sure. Right. No, <laughs> they have real food in these places, and that, I mean, New Orleans is food. I'm telling you. Like, you go to New Orleans, you will, you're, you're going to remember the food experience, if anything. Yeah. You're going to remember the experience, but you're really going to remember the food. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's that's crazy. I, I um... Uh, I was watching this, uh, I can't remember um, who it was. It was like a, a couple months back, but mm-hmm. um, it's a, a bodybuilder dude, and, and he, uh, he lives in New Orleans, like, like right, right in the heart of the, the city, I guess, where like, because every time when he left his um, apartment that night, it was something going on like right outside his place. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking in my head, like, how, how, are, you, how are you maintaining six-pack abs living in the heart of New Orleans? Like, what's this dude doing? Like, discipline. Yeah, you gotta be disciplined because if you don't get in control, whatever that thing is, gonna get in control of you. Yeah. So, yeah. But when you live there for all your life, Mm -hmm. you know, you you 
you kind of just accustomed to good food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you knew there, it's like, ooh, this yeah. is great. You know? Yeah. But when you've lived there all the time, you know right. they got good food. Yeah, you're not going everywhere. crazy right, every exactly. single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's interesting. I mean, I guess um uh what 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 did you notice? Uh I'm sure there's a ton of things, but like uh the styles, I guess, coming from here from there uh to LA. Uh, was there anything just about like how you you cooked or like prepared or presented food that like changed coming out here? You know what? I just I didn't put no hard thinking into it mm-hmm. because I always think if you be yourself and just cook. I was cooking as if I was cooking for my mom or yeah. my wow. or my family or somebody like that. Just you know, a lot of times these people people think like celebrities they want to have this huge extravagant situation every night, and some do. Yeah. But they really just want a good meal yeah. that's seasoned well, yeah. that tastes good, and that looks good. Yeah. And that's all I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, they would just love it. Yeah. Wow. So wow. I didn't really, I didn't really, um, like, try to overdo it. Yeah. And, like, try to, like, be like the chefs that are here. Because, yeah. see, then, then I'm fitting in with them. That's not going to separate Exactly. Me. I have to really stand out and do what I know I know how to do, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, L.A. is where all the celebs are, but I bet there's a, a good chunk of that um, uh, personal chef community um, is probably, I guess, I, I, would be, I would guess that it's a lot of people from the South just because of that style of, of cooking. Like, even though it's, like, still in L.A., mm-hmm. like, people would still want that, like, authentic taste and soul food that, you know, it seems like really you really got to like be from there to like really make it well. You got because you got to know how to make it. Mm-hmm. So when you're from there, it's even better because like they can be a chef that's never been to New Orleans mm-hmm. and they might, you know, know the technique to make gumbo, but they don't know how it's really supposed to taste yeah. or if they've never really had gumbo from like a real gumbo. Yeah. They could look up a recipe and probably make it. Yeah. But. It's something about knowing what it's really supposed to taste like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know for me, if I go to a restaurant and I really like how something tastes, I'm going to remember how that tastes. Yeah. And whenever I make it for somebody, I'm gonna, I want it to taste how I, how I tasted it yeah. at the restaurant. That's, that's, I've, I've always wondered that. Like, how, how come, um, even if you follow it by the book, what is it about... Because, so, you know, with cooking, there's, there's something about that, like... Uh, there's like a mystique around it and where like for some reason, even if you got this lady who's been cooking in, in New Orleans for a hundred years mm-hmm. and you got like step for step, step by step, exactly how she was doing it, still some reason it's just not coming out the way that like, like what, it, what is it? Like you got to have it in your heart. You, <sighs> the love. The, yeah. You got to, you, you. That's what I'm saying, and that's what, like, with culinary school, people think that's going to teach you how to cook. Mm. It teaches you the fundamentals of cooking. It teaches you knife skills. It teaches you different cuisines, but if you don't know how to season something or if you don't have that patience Mm -hmm. or whatever comes with being a chef or a cook, then you're just not going to have it. You got to really have that within yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that lady that probably been cooking it, she just... It's just she could do it in her sleep if yeah. she wanted to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just about having that within yourself and that love for it. Mm-hmm. You 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 want this person to be wild. Mm-hmm. I remember before I got out here, I would used to make anything. I would make a freaking hot dog. Yeah. 
and I would make it look like the best hot dog in the world, and I would take a picture of it, and I would post it, because, you know, that's that's the thing now. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's been the thing, but it's, you know what I'm saying, it's yeah. really becoming more of a thing. But um, just being, just loving whatever it is. Yeah. You can make a sandwich. Yeah. I want this to be the best <laughs> sandwich in the world. Yeah. Wow. Man, I, you know? that's, that's just so cool. And I guess um, it's similar to, so the what, what, last guest I had on, he's a, um, a, a director for, for some movies. And I, we, we both kind of like um, felt each other's pain in the sense that like, um, I can't really listen to a song or anything music related without it, without having like my professional ears on at all times. <laughs> and he can't watch a movie the same way I can just get like lost and buy into it. You know, but you like critiquing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I guess with with you, like, because obviously food is something that you know, no matter how great of a you know cook you are, you you can enjoy the taste of something. But I guess when you're in a restaurant, you're just like eating other stuff. I'm, I imagine you're just always paying attention from to the that moment stuff. you walk in. It's not even just about the cooking; it's the ambiance. Mm. How did these people greet me? Yeah. Wow. What I mean, you know, are the tables clean. Yeah. How's the server? Like, I just like, I'm just big on customer service and respect. Mm -hmm. Nothing to even do with cooking. But since I cook, when I go in a restaurant, I try not to like be that person that's like, oh, they should like just saying all kind of stuff the Mm -hmm. whole time. I try to just enjoy the moment. But I will say something. See, when those people come around and say, how was everything? That's mm. my chance. I'm not. I'm yeah. not just gonna be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it was great. Yeah. I'm gonna really tell you how everything wow. was. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm an honest person, but I, I, I just, it's not to be mean, but it's also to help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was everything? If the manager comes by, how I was, and if something is wrong or if something is right, mm. I will say, hey, I really love this, or you know, this yeah. part. Could have been a little. I would really give them honest feedback. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. That's that's so. What, what you just said made me think of something. Um, remember how, like, uh, in school, like, um, maybe day to day, what you know, class. You're in the classroom. The teacher, like, it's a little bit of goofing off and this mm-hmm. and that. But then, like, um, there's like a way that people just like kind of perk up. When like they're being maybe the principals observing the class that day, and then like now it's like like now this is like the best class you've ever had, and I, it's it's interesting. I use that analogy because then watching movies like uh, chef movies mm-hmm. and where like they create like a scene where like because some certain review you know or reviewer is coming in or like a health inspector things coming in mm-hmm. now like they're operating at this like much higher level mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting to me because in the customer service industry why it's like why would you put why would you hold your team to like a lower standard and then just try to like kind of like perk up out of nowhere just yeah. because this person's coming in to review it or an inspector is like is that is that realistic does that happen often of course yeah. i mean you know because and it should be being done all the time yeah but it's just a little extra little you got to be a little extra yeah you know like okay I know this inspector's coming, so make sure but you should have you should maintain a certain level of cleanliness mm-hmm. throughout the process of you having your restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. it you know whatever mm-hmm. it is um but sometimes it's like that depending on the rest yeah. restaurant that's another thing like even when i go into a bathroom of a restaurant that kind of if the bathroom looked crazy mm-hmm. to me that 
it lets me know that the kitchen probably looked crazy too. Wow. Like I feel like at all times I want to open up a restaurant soon, but it's like all of these things kind of help me to how I'm gonna have my restaurant because I feel like the bathroom should be checked all the time. Mm -hmm. If it's every 30 minutes, and that's why, I don't know if you notice, but when you're going to the bathroom, you see a clipboard sometimes. Yeah. That is the employees. They're yeah. supposed to say, hey, I went, I came at this time, mm -hmm. and I, you know, whatever needed to be fixed was fixed, and you've got to keep a tab, but that's a good thing to do because, yeah. see, it keeps up with the cleanliness yeah. of the bathroom, and then that means that they have somebody. I remember at that, and when you're working in a restaurant, they'll just have a moment where, like, all right, let's do a sweep, let's do a clean. Yeah. And you would, the cooks, everybody would just stop what they're doing and do a sweep, yeah. do it like, you know, and then back, back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, that, that's all. I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to that one in terms of judging the kit, uh, the, the kitchen, um, by like how the, the bathroom is. Cause that's, nah, that's me. Okay. I, it could, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't mean that the kitchen yeah. look crazy, yeah. but I don't know for me, I, when the bathroom is neat and everyone, when it's neat to me, that means that they're keeping the same mm -hmm. energy in the yeah, kitchen as yeah, well. Yeah, you know right. What I'm so it might not mean like exactly that, but right, it's just right. something to keep in mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That. So. So I guess with with just how you've um, with your career with like um, you know I always tell people one of the best things about being a musician is the perspective that mm -hmm. it gives you on on life as a whole, and that like I might be playing with a wedding where it's uh, you know, someone that's at the top of a law firm. So now it's just all these lawyers that are there and all this, and maybe it's doctors one day and this and that. So just meeting all these people mm -hmm. in ways that like other fields you know, normally don't. So I guess you know, for you, how, how, would you, how would you, and I, I don't know if you've thought about this a lot, but like, like how has what you've done and what you do uh, really shaped just the perspective you have overall in life? Oh, that's that's a big question. Huh? <laughs> um, I feel like life is really just all about choices. Mm. The same mm. way I could choose wow. to wake up and be a chef is the same way I could choose to wake up and not to be one. Yeah. But each choice comes with something. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So me choosing to wake up and follow my dreams or follow my passion came with something. Mm -hmm. I could have stayed in New Orleans and I could have worked at a restaurant that would have come with something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for me, it helps me. The perspective, I guess, is just life is all about choices. I always like, you have a choice. If you want to do this, do it. If yeah. you don't want to do it, then do that. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. but it's bad when you're trying to straddle the fence. So it's like you yeah. just, and, and when, even when you're trying to figure yourself out, that's fine. Nothing is wrong with that, but it's just all about choices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And each choice comes with something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it could be beneficial to you. Yeah. Or it could not be. Yeah. But it's just it's all about the choice. Yeah. You know? And and you've been uh because of this, you've been able to meet and just exist around very successful people. Mm -hmm. Um and is there is there anything that like um I'm sure, you know, in terms of their day to day, they all have, you know, probably very different ways of going about things, but are there any similarities that you've noticed that they all have in terms of like, okay, I get why this person is successful. I get, I don't even know if you get that type of insight on the job. Mm, but. No, not really. They mm -hmm. all pretty different because yeah. they all come from different backgrounds. Right. Okay. So some people that I work with may have always lived here and may have always been rich. Yeah. And then some people may have just moved here and come mm. from another state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really... 
like pay attention like that. They all one thing they do have in common. I guess they all follow their dreams and believe yeah. in themselves. That's true. Because a lot of people think like, oh, it's a celebrity. They just, you know, they're they're just this person. No, they got up and they believed in themselves mm. and they made it possible for it to work. Yeah. You know, they're not doing anything uh, complicated. They're just following their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the most successful people they are literally following their dreams. Yeah. They're yeah. doing what they love. Yeah. That's yeah. what they have in common. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and you know, though we, we hear those things a million times, follow your dreams, you know, do what you love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's the things that we hear a million times that are the truest things. I yeah. mean, follow mm-hmm. your heart, trust yourself, you know, tr- trust the process. And it's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can be hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess on that note, were there any moments where you, like, doubted that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first when I first got out here, I was working with one client, but that was only temporary. But after that, I was working for this little uh, company called Culinary Staffing, mm-hmm. where you could pretty much pick and choose when you wanted to work. They would have like a job available for like a cook at a hotel, mm-hmm. you know, twenty dollars an hour or mm-hmm. something. You could either sign up for it or not. So I was doing that, but because um, I felt like I wasn't going to be able to have another client for a while, and I just wanted to kind of brush up my skills. Um, but yeah, I was. It was it was kind of doubtful because I didn't really have a job, technically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know. I just kept doing that. Yeah. And then I got with this other client, and I worked with them for about three years. So that was really the, you know, the thing that kind of helped me, you know, travel mm-hmm. and do all of those things. I, um, that part right there. Yeah. But I was definitely, there were days, and still to, to, to this day, I'm still, Yeah. I think you, that just happens. Yeah. You sometimes might be doubting or you might be worried or whatever, yeah. like that happens sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean, that, that I would say, like, what do they call it? Um, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess part of that is also just when you're like genuinely humble and yeah. like you look at what you're doing and like, wow, like I'm really doing this? You mm-hmm. know, it's not, it's not even like, because there's a difference between you just have so much respect for like the level in which you're at that it's not it's not that like you're putting yourself down or you lack confidence, but it's just it's like this humility that like yeah, wow, like you're really you always there. Wanna, and people always tell me that like mm-hmm. every people always say, oh, you're really humble because at the end of the day, I I know what I've done, mm-hmm. but and I guess I, I guess I make it look easy. I guess I don't know, but I'm always I'm still this is like the best is yet to come. Yeah. So, yes, I've done these things, but I don't ever want to over-congratulate myself thinking, like, this is it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you're just going to be sitting in this place. Yeah. So if I, if I stop right now and say, all right, congratulations, Janine, what, I, what, there, there's so many other things to, to come. Yeah. So yeah. I have to still stay in that mindset of I'm working towards something. Yeah. This isn't it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm moving up. Mm-hmm. So... It's not the time for me to sit here and just bask in the congratulations and I'm so like I'm proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself, but I have to keep going. Yeah. And if I stop and just think like, okay, you've you've done so many things, like that's good. It's just this that's this is it. Yeah. And this is not it. Yeah. So I have to keep going, you know? Wow. Yeah. Man, I I love that that just that that mindset and 
Um, I guess on the other hand, you know, because talking about moments maybe where you doubted yourself, but, mm-hmm. and, you know, and obviously in something like this, uh, it, it's a collection of all your efforts that you've put in, that mm-hmm. w- why we're, we're here where we are, but were there any moments maybe where you just, like, even just, like, smiled to yourself, like, or thought to yourself where you're like, man, like, you know what, I, I know this is exactly what I should be doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because... I, I I do have those moments where I where I do um, you know stop and I'm just proud of myself, but there have been plenty of times because I've literally been into like eleven different countries making wow. catfish and gumbo. <laughs> That's nothing but the favor of God. You yeah. could go to New Orleans right now and get that anywhere. Yeah, but God chose me to do it. Yeah, here wow. and go. I've been able to to do so many things just from. Not just, I mean, I cook other stuff too, but mm-hmm. like sticking true to my roots. Because yeah. I could have came to L.A. and tried to, like I said, try to be like the other chefs here yeah. and like, oh, you know. But I stuck to what I knew, Yeah. you know. Yeah. And that has helped me to do a lot of things meet and meet more people. Yeah. So that's that's the importance of like being following your passion. Because mm-hmm. if I would have went the other route, I probably would not have been able to do so many things that I have done. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to other people. I probably would have done, you know, whatever. And nothing is wrong with that, but it's just like that's just not what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Man, that that's uh um yeah, and you, you mind me asking how 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 old are you? I'm thirty. Thirty, yeah, wow. So like You're not like, supposed to ask a woman. I know. I, know, I know. <laughs> but I'm, I just made thirty this year. Yeah. So yeah. I've been in LA for four years now. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I asked just to kind of get a um like a I guess a sense of just like Obviously, how much you've accomplished at mm-hmm. what I could obviously tell is a young age. But oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because, you, you know, I know for me growing up, we moved a lot. I mean, a lot. I moved a lot, and I saw, I saw things as a child that I know I didn't want for myself. Yeah. And as I got older, I started to realize, okay, you can be by your parents or you could live with your parents, but at, at now, at the age of 25... You have a choice. You can make your your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you you have a choice. You can move. Mm-hmm. You can do other things. Mm-hmm. And that's just what. Once I started to realize that, I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. It all started with 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 believing in myself. Yeah. Really, yeah. I believe that I could be in LA cooking for these people. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Nobody else didn't have to believe it. So if you believe it for yourself. You're going to do what you got to do to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Because you believe it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Wow. Man, that, that's, I, I love that. And, um, yeah, I can, I, I can definitely, you just understand, like, uh, in the sense that, um, I mean, luckily, I did not grow up in the, the rougher areas of Baltimore, mm-hmm. but I was around it enough to understand the mentality of, like, how hard it is to, um, for my friends that did, to mm-hmm. have this like standard of excellence that they're chasing, but they don't see anyone around them necessarily like doing that or living like, like that. An example. Yeah. Or just mm-hmm. having, just having that ambition to, to, to go places in, in life. And, um, I, anyway, I say that just because it's just, it's so cool that you had, um, instilled in you, like just this like realization that, um, it's, it's no one else's job to see your, the journey that you know that you're capable of of going on. It is nobody else's job. That's right. Because when if you would if you stay in one place and you wake up and like I've been here for this long, the only person you could look at is yourself. Yeah. 
because no matter what my parents did, no matter what type of childhood I had, no matter, at the end of the day, you have a choice you can make. Yeah. You can say, okay, I can sit in this, you know, mindset, or I could go out and do something else. Mm-hmm. I, I could try. Yeah. And I think that is good to know, even if you don't have the example, like I said, if you just believe in yourself, mm-hmm. if, and you got to, and I've always like, these people like Beyonce and all these people, they believed in their self. Beyonce didn't wake up how she is today. Yeah. She worked hard. Yeah. And she got to that point. Yeah. She believed, you know? So if you believe, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. You just have to believe, literally. Yeah. And I think that's the advice I was giving to that person when I said they was like, it didn't make sense. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, well, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really it. Yeah. But that, that really is the case. Yeah. You know, you have to believe. Because if you believe it, then other people will. Yeah. If you don't believe it, other people not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it really just starts within yourself. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it is hard to explain because, like, I think most people, the, the closest they'll get to be able to see it, mm-hmm. um, funny enough, is, is like, movies. And, like, the, the, the you know, the, the, the movie that shows someone going from point A to point B, they've now made it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they, it's always phrased in a way where, like, it's this like very clear linear path to like um you know oh now yeah now i've got my big break yay whatever but like sometimes you might get like your biggest opportunities or phone calls like completely out of the blue Mm -hmm. and and like it maybe maybe you had your worst week right before you had your best week right you know and it's 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 it that that's why it's hard to explain because it's different for everybody. It is, but and that's the yeah. thing. It's different. Yeah, but it's I, definitely random. It's very random and it's very different because it, every you, everybody's doing something different, or you've come from a different background. Mm-hmm. Like it is different for everybody, but that's why it's good to like not. And I sometimes struggle with like comparing myself or like oh well, but it's like I don't know what took them to get here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what they're doing. All I see is a picture, maybe, you know? Yeah. So I try to stay focused on what I'm good at and what, you know, what I've done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because um, it is different. Every But you you have a story. I have a story. You got to make your story work for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can, it, that, that story could make you or it could break you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I guess... Uh, I know you, you kind of just uh, mentioned a little earlier that uh, you're thinking of maybe getting a restaurant one day, but but what else might also be in your, your future? Um, well, I'm, I, I definitely do want to have a restaurant here, maybe in Inglewood, um, a soul food, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a show right now, too, called Behind the Plate. Right. Oh, I yeah. Just yeah, I go, saw that. It's on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I go behind the scenes. And we're still trying to figure out the, the concept of the actual show and exactly how I want it to be. But um, that's something I've been working on. Um, maybe thinking of some products mm. to do, to have, like to sell. Yeah. Um, because I've been here, like I said, I've been here for four years. So when I first got out here, I was, you know, the in-home chef wanting those jobs. Mm. But now it's like, I don't not want to do it, but I want to try to figure it out with my brand and how mm. I can make it work. And I could kind of just do that when I really want to do it, you know? I always have, there's certain clients that I would just always cook for. I don't care if, you know, 10 years from now, I would, 
that just because my loyalty. I would just still just cook for them wow. if they if they ask, yeah. you know. Um, but I've been really trying to focus on my brand and like the behind the plate and restaurant in my future for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, um, I mean, I know I, I know we're I guess we're getting close to our yeah to our time here, but mm-hmm. definitely I guess maybe last thing I'll ask you. Um, what what do you uh, I guess when it's all and I know this is I, I ask big questions no, but that's fine. <laughs> when it's all said and done um, I guess uh, as as a chef just as a person mm-hmm. uh, what what's your 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 goal in terms of maybe how you're you're remembered or just like the impact that you've made on on just your community um I don't know <laughs> I guess just remembered as a genuine person that, you know, really loved to serve and yeah. make people feel special. Yeah. I think that's how I would want to be remembered. Yeah. No, and I, and I always... And, it's, and, I, and I know I cook, but mm-hmm. cooking is, is a part of the gift that God gave me, but I really love to make people feel special. Yeah. I don't know why. I just do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that part. Wow. You know, I, I always ask people that just because, um, you know, it, it's... I'm always interested to see what people's, uh, sometimes we're just going and Mm -hmm. going and going that I'm always just seeing, uh, you know, just, it's like, okay, so where are you going? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going, where where are you trying to get to? Yeah, yeah. No, I I get that. But I'm, I, um, I don't know. I I try not to like worry about too many things about like stuff that I can't control. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, 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 I like I like people to remember that about me, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Well, I definitely learned uh, just like a lot. I, I think, I think again, you 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 do something that has a, a very unique like insight and perspective. Just I think on the world in in general. So oh, wow. yeah, thank definitely so some much. like just new. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for for making the time to to do this. Of course, um, I love to talk. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I love talking. Yeah, and uh, when Israel um, recommended you, because mm-hmm. um, you know he he was just such a great person to talk to. That's my boy. Yeah, no, I just I knew anyone that he was gonna you know send my way was gonna be just as great. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, again, thank you for of just making course, the time. Of course, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to everyone listening, um, thank you if you made it all the way to the end. This is a song called Life, and we're out. Peace. Peace.